0: Welcome to the Noble 8 Podcast, Ape Reality. I'm Tom Barbalay, and yes, it's been a while. A lot of things have gone on. Uh, a wide variety of things, in fact. Uh, the hosting associated with Biota's moved. Uh, by now, if you listen to the Biota podcast, you've probably seen the kind of immense time lag associated with actually recording the podcast and putting them out over this move period. I also, however, have picked up six chapters of book-related writing. Um, which is really quite interesting. So I might expand, talk about that, and then talk about the other stuff that's been going on with Noble Ape recently. After Nature Inspired Informatics came out, and I actually received a physical copy of the book yesterday, I was contacted by the publisher and asked if I wanted to submit a, a book proposal. And in this case, I submitted two book proposals. And those book proposals went through the initial phase relatively quickly. Either I could write them a book description, or I could write them a book description and include one to three chapters. And I thought, this is a this is a discipline thing. Irrespective of whether or not these books are published, I know I can write three chapters on both the book topics. So I've decided to, uh, to write these chapters somewhat manically based on the fact that the previous two book chapters that I've written and have been published were done in a similar kind of mindset. And if these book chapters aren't going to be picked up for something that's published by IGI Global, then at least I could submit them to other things. I mean, a couple of the chapters are very easily tailored to what the Artificial Life Journal and MRT Press publishes. I mean, there are ways in which these chapters can be tailored to what needs to be written in the future. And I think it's one of these great disciplines to actually have chapters that are ready to go if you're called upon to write a book chapter or if something, you get an email saying, would you like to submit a chapter? Having one there already is very good and having six in this case would be phenomenal. Although I think possibly I may just write two chapters for each with the view that uh, if they're not picked up as books, I'll, I'll have four chapters. The two book topics associated with... The first one is this idea of artificial life in a dynamic environment. And this is something which has really been a Central theme from Noble Eight on, and really it's a challenge. This is a book that I would write by myself, and the way I'm seeing it is a challenge to create at least half a dozen, if not a dozen, artificial life simulations inside dynamic environments and looking at the shared tools basically, the shared ideas, the shared mathematics, the shared uh, language in order to create these simulations in a dynamic environment. The first one is the chemical automata simulation, which is something I'm working on. A little bit. I mean, obviously the writing is taking most of the time. What I want to do over the next few days is actually get the eight brain appearance, the eight brain interface in terms of drawing and also mouse movement, and apply it to the chemical automata environment. So you can see, perhaps tune, perhaps get a greater sense of the interactions between the various atoms, compounds, etc., the space initially that I'm doing the chemical automata simulation is relatively small it's about the same size as an ape brain in terms of quantized space although I want to build it a lot larger um, for for later experimentation but for the time being with the visualization constraints it'll be roughly about the size of the noble eight brain simulation. In parallel to this I was contacted by Justin Landon at Intel with regards to getting the Cocoa version of the noble eight simulation more up to date. So the most recent version which I got back to him possibly two weeks ago, has a fully updated Cocoa with regards to menus. It's basically releasable. The components that aren't there currently is only the file handling, and it's at a state where it is better than the 64-bit Carbon implementation. So the 64-bit Carbon implementation doesn't have the same kind of uh, mouse key interactions that the Cocoa version has, so the Cocoa version is now superior. And what I've gone back to is there just being a Cocoa and a Carbon branch associated with... Noble 8 for the Mac, and that simplifies the five different versions and all that nonsense. So all that's put aside, and now it's just a Cocoa and a Carbon version. I've also gone back to Noble Make, and Noble Make was a technology that really, 2002, 2003, and it enabled some of the rapid development associated with both Windows and uh, Linux, and the reason that I'm doing returning to Noble Make is because I want to take... Up the Linux development. Pedro, obviously an amazing amount of work and a great historical legacy associated with Noble simulation, but his work at CERN is really uh, obviously a priority, and I don't want to you know pass some Noble related stuff with the CERN work that he's doing. So I've kind of picked up that project. The only bit that I'm still having trouble with is actually the make component, but I think most of that is just my own understanding and a time investment. I've picked up the GTK for Mac development environment. And there are some bugs associated with that, and I submit back to developers. But it at least shows that it builds and the Windows behave okay, and I don't have a lot of complaints associated with that. So I will probably pick up the Linux development with the view that I'm now maintaining all three versions in the Noble Eight simulation. Which, well, I mean, I think there are certain directions I want to take it. I think the stuff associated with the chemical automata simulation, the idea that there are... And this really goes back to the GPI. Um, I can't even remember what that was called. generic platform interface, um, which was kind of 2002, 2003, and this idea that there was a shared interface that Windows, Mac and Linux had. That's kind of been removed, and the ideas behind that have kind of moved into the historical part of the simulation, but a lot of the stuff that's done within the simulation could probably, and I, I feel this really looking at the Linux and Mac versions, the Windows version slightly different, but the Linux and Mac versions are very, very similar. If you look at, well, for example, it's, it's based on the Carbon Mac version, so if you look at the Carbon Mac version and the Linux version in parallel, you see a lot of the same style of code. I mean, obviously the end functions are different, but it's basically the same kind of state shifting and this kind of stuff. So it got me thinking that there's probably a simpler way to do it. But really, in the kind of big picture of these things, there are so many other components of the Noble 8 simulation, and really, I don't know whether it'll be a project or whether it's just a, something that's an observation currently. I would like to say that as I maintain the Linux version, it's probably going to be better that there's a simple interface in order to maintain both the Linux and the Carbon version. So that's been a, a kind of roundabout way of what's gone on with Noble 8 recently. But returning to the books, because I've just described one of them, the second book is with regards to teaching artificial life. It's This is a legacy situation that there aren't really many artificial life-related textbooks. Certainly not for a kind of secondary school and uh, early tertiary audience. And I think there's a real need for a, something that puts artificial life in that perspective as a teaching aid, but also as something that you know motivates young adults, uh, be they late teens, what have you, into using artificial life as a tool, a building block, or motivation to create their own artificial life simulations. We are really losing a generation of artificial life developers through lack of the right kind of material. And I do wonder whether just having online resources is enough currently, but in terms of traditional education, it comes through books. And I think there's a real need for... An artificial life in teaching kind of book with the view that it could be picked up by both students and and teachers alike. And that's the second book that I pitched to IGI Global with the view that I would write a a couple of test chapters. And then, because my aim is to do it as an an editor more than a, a writer, open it up to the artificial life community to allow them to write chapters. There are a number of people in the artificial life community that are ideally suited and many who have already done this kind of work. And obviously, you know, listing off... a a number of the participants in Biota Live and also earlier Biota podcasts, of John Klein and Dave Kerr, I'm thinking of here as, as non-participants in Biota Live, but people who have obviously written software and in some regard integrated that with regards to school curriculum already. These are the kind of people that I'd like to uh, have participate in this kind of book. I think this downtime period, I mean, for me personally, I'm I'm working longer hours currently in the, in the 9 to 5 or the 7.30 to five thirty-six 6.30 But at the same time, I think it's an important period to actually strengthen the artificial life community. It's very, very bleak. A number of folks who I've communicated with are now without work. A couple of them have really gone a bit off the deep end, and unfortunately I've kind of toned back some correspondence associated with that. But um, it's just a bleak time. And I think really, as a community, we need to use this time to strengthen what we're doing with the view that this should never happen in the future. I mean, we need to work to a situation where the artificial life community is is understood as a a, a benefit to a wide variety of areas uh, and is maintained accordingly. And there are a number of models that apply to this, but I think the the first acknowledgement needs to come through an organisation like the International Society of Artificial Life. Some sad news, well, not really sad, more kind of postponing news. I had planned to to talk in September, uh, mid-September, to Greytham Silicon Valley and I had planned on also doing a number of things with Bruce Damer over this period of time. A couple of reasons, Bruce Dahmer is going to be away over that period of time, his wife Galen's going to be away as well and my hope was to go to the Bay Area with my wife Michelle Uh, and have a bit of R&R as well as doing this talk and doing probably a couple of other recorded talks with Bruce Damer and also just seeing the Digibarn and seeing Bruce's you know area because I've never been to the Digibarn I've never seen Bruce's farmhouse or any of that I mean when I lived in the Bay Area I talked to Bruce on the phone a couple of times but we weren't working as closely as we are now and I think also the development of the Evo grid and also the kind of chemical automata in parallel and these kind of projects some unification and discussion that needs to occur another reason is just the cost i mean if i was going out just for a graytham silicon valley talk the cost adds up and unfortunately at this time i'd I'd just rather save the money with the view that when bruce is in town in in silicon valley be a better time basically to go there so I'm sorry to the folk in the Bay Area who were hoping to come to the talk. Certainly the communication I've heard from Intel in particular, there are folks from Apple and Intel who'd like to attend as well. Unfortunately, there are the breaks currently. My hope is to get to the Bay Area sometime next year, probably early next year, uh, and do all the stuff that I was hoping to do in September. Uh, but obviously, if working with Bruce is part of it, then you know, having Bruce Damer in the Bay Area is c- got to be uh, <laughs> high on the list of priorities or the list of... the needed things so anyway that's about it with regards to news from noble ape all this stuff is now going on the internet archive uh, which is an amazing resource and it's wonderful to be able to catalog both the biota discussions uh, via Biota Live and other mechanisms and also the noble ape related discussions on something which is just an amazing resource and the idea that potentially people into the future into the very distant future Uh, will have access to these ramblings in a a way where they can learn or perhaps learn what not to do. Uh, It's just amazing. So hats off to the Internet Archive because obviously recording these kind of things and, and getting it out to the broadest number of people also has a time component associated with it as well. And to get people interested in artificial life into the future, this is being recorded in late August 2009. If you're listening to it well after then, so much the better, and I hope that uh, artificial life development is in a new exciting place when you're listening to it, although if you're listening to it currently, maybe not so much. So anyway, comments, feedback, ideas, suggestions, Tom at I'm using SourceForge, the Subversion, and SourceForge quite heavily, both with regards to NobleApe and also uh, the Chemical Automata Simulation. In SourceForge, it is C-H-E-M-A-U-T-O... Chem Auto uh, is the project name. So currently not looking particularly amazing, but very soon with Noble Lake related components in terms of visualisation. Another important point I wanted to make about that is, obviously this will feed back into the Noble Lake simulation. It's never a one-way street with regards to this kind of stuff. I will simplify the interfaces with regards to the brain, also the texts, and probably also the platform code. Uh, relating to the chemical automata simulation because obviously I need to get those two components working together just to make development a little bit easier because I've got less time but more time commitments as these things tend to work out. So anyway, tomatnodulate.com, please get in contact. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to you tuning into the next podcast.